Genre. Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we investigate the gunfights, car chases, and proper action of Hot Fuzz one minute at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez. I'm Scott Corelli. And today we're about to go off on minute 110, which begins with Skinner running toward Angel with a box cutter and ends with Frank telling Angel how this is going to end. And uh, with us again is Crystal Beth. Hello. Welcome back. Nice to talk to you again. Thank you so much. I'm glad that you asked me back for yet another day. Of course. And what a day. What a day. I know. Oh. Uh, so this is um, this is the this is my favorite. So like we we did this uh, during the hiatus. We talked about um, we talked about the uh, uh, the documentary that is on uh, the Hot Fuzz Blu-ray, um, the Fuzzball Rally, where. Uh, uh, Edgar Wright, Simon Pegg, and Nick Frost were taking Hot Fuzz across America, like to different cities, and screening the movie with like fans and 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 everything, like before the movie actually like came out proper, um, and doing like press and things like that. And uh, my favorite bit about that documentary is that uh, every time. Uh, they do a screening. This is always the sh- the 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 footage that they show the audience <laughs> watching, um, because it's just the greatest audience reaction is hearing an entire audience of people when he slips on the on the Somerset uh. truck and everyone going, "Oh, he's gonna fall!" and then seeing the spire and then <laughs> putting two and two together and realizing where this is going. <laughs> and you just hear the whole audience like go like verbally tense up and go, "Oh!" and then it happens and everyone's like, "Oh god." <laughs> it's every time I watch it, I have that reaction. Yeah. I'm watching it on loop right now. As as one does when they're talking about movies by minutes. And every time I, I, I have to shut them. I'm like, Oh my God. It is. They make it funny. It is visceral. Yeah. Visceral is a good word for it. And like, you know, I, I I think we've used this phrase a couple times in the show, but like very pure cinema because that reaction that we're talking about is like, you know, why you go to the movies or why you watch movies with, with a group of people because like, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's, the fa- you know Edgar Wright and the music and the editing and like all of it is like perfectly telegraphing this moment to you, knowing exactly what emotion it's going to get out of you because you've mm-hmm. been on this mm-hmm. ride the whole time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Ugh, and the just the sound it makes, the blood that squirts up, the <laughs> fact that if it was one centimeter. <laughs> In any direction, it would have been completely different. Like if he just got like the front of his teeth or went up into his head or, oh gosh. Yeah. You know, there's that great, there's this, the, the Joe, Joe Hill tweet or quote that went viral like a few months ago where he said that horror is an empathy machine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think the miracle of this, this sequence is that Skinner's the villain. He's the bad guy. And yet when this moment happens, everyone is so empathetic. Like, oh, no, I don't want this to happen. Like, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then, like 
I just, I love that in the background. They don't show him that much, but he's just standing there. <laughs> like, he can't move. And that is funny. There's one clip of it in this minute where uh, you could just see him in the background just hanging there mm-hmm. with his face like, tilted up and <laughs> spike in his mouth. Oh, my God. Yeah, it is. Uh, it, and then And then, okay, so, like, on top of, like, how great this is, um, and, and the fact that they use that clip a lot in the documentary every time they show the audience reaction to a scene from the movie. Um, but then my favorite bit of all of the times they do it in the documentary is when Timothy Dalton shows up to one of the Q&As and, <laughs> and he, they show him watching the bit backstage while listening to the audience and he just starts cackling like a madman and i it's it's my he just he loves this so much and it's my favorite thing that's great oh it's awesome it's so good um i also just in general i really i really love like the the thematic relevance of the thing that actually sends him sailing uh, into the into the air <laughs> is a tr- a toy truck of like his place. Oh, it's beautiful. Yep, it's it's oh, fantastic. It's so I perfect. wish this was how Thanos died. <laughs> oh man, I I didn't want to bring it up last week, and I still won't bring it up because despite spoilers, apparently being safe, I don't I don't want to be that guy. Um, but right. uh, there were multiple times in yesterday's episode uh, where I wanted to bring up Endgame, and I just was fighting the <laughs> urge. The I'm not saying time. he dies. Doing it for the greater good. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, it's very uh, it's very. Uh, I'll show you, Cat. Whoa! <laughs> oh man! Imagine if Timothy Dalton had played Thanos. Oh man! You know <laughs> that's actually my big issue with Thanos. He's not smiley enough in the movies. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I want that big scary grin. Yeah, the one from the end of Avengers. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh gosh, smile more. Yeah, smile uh, more, Thanos. The, Gosh, I am. I am about. I want to say eighty-five percent sure that the blood coming out of Timothy Dalton's mouth and out of the wound is, in fact, actual ketchup. Because it is. <laughs> I thought you were going to say actual blood. I was like, wait. No, no. It is. It is actual. <laughs> like, and I'm not. I'm not saying that facetiously. I actually think it is literally ketchup. Because, oh yeah, like, look at that. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is the exact consistency of ketchup. Um. Which I hang on, I'm watching. I it. think is an interesting. It kind of looks choice. digital a little bit, but that's my untrained eye. Uh, I well, I think I think oh, the, it does look like a little bit like ketchup, the watery kind. Yeah, well, I think the I think the spurts are definitely CG, but I'm just talking about the 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 stuff that's dribbling down his down oh. the down his chin. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I think that looks like ketchup to me. Um, not fake blood. I think it looks like ketchup. I don't know. Oh, it's so gross. Yeah, it's super gross. It's super. Why are you talking? Don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh. That's, the, that's the best and, part. I think that's that, the part that sells it. It is the best part, though. I think oh, that's yeah. the part that sells it. Because it's kind of a release. It's kind yeah. of like you can laugh at. He's not dead. Oh, it's funny. He's not dead. Right. This really hurts. Yeah. yeah. This, this really hurts. And I, I, I need an ice cream. Yeah, I think I'm going to need some ice cream. <laughs> Such a little boy thing to say. Yeah. Because it is, because yeah, this is ultimately a kind movie for all of its blood and violence. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I and I just I love that he 
he's whining about getting some ice cream, which I also just love as like this weird reference to the fact that like when stuff like this happens, like to kids, that's what adults do. They're just like, here, mm-hmm. have some ice cream. I remember in preschool, I think I think this was the actually the birth of my bee phobia that I have. Um, a kid got stung by a bee and in response to the kid getting stung by a bee, they gave him a popsicle. Oh, and he just he got stung on like the belly button, if I remember correctly. It had nothing to do with like his mouth or anything. They were just like, here, have a popsicle. Like, and I was even as a kid, I was like, why? Why are you giving him a popsicle? He gets stung yeah, by a how bee. How does that work? Like, it's like the mentors <laughs> and chocolate. Everyone knows after you get stung by a bee, you get a popsicle. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's what that's what this just this reminds me of. It's just like, ah, let's let's you have a toothache. Like, let's have some ice cream. And it's like I, that doesn't make any <laughs> sense really at all. Um, it's a, it's a, that's a bad move, but, uh, I, I just, I, I love this. I love the effect of it. It looks so good. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how they pulled this off, like to be able to keep Timothy Dalton, this stiff on top of the thing. Cause like, obviously, you know, obviously this thing is pushing into the bottom of his like neck chin area. And then mm-hmm. there's a, there's another bit sticking out of his mouth. And they are not attached, but they have him lined up so perfectly that it, right. it looks like a single piece. And I'm just very, very impressed by Timothy Dalton not moving. I'm impressed by like the way the effect looks. I just mm-hmm. this is an, this is just looks incredible because I'm just thinking about like how easy it would be to mess this up by just moving like even a centimeter. And it's not going to look right. right. And the way the skin pulls up into the like a skin under his chin yeah pulls up into the spike too yeah it like it almost you can see like a ripple where it like changes yeah. texture so you can see it didn't go in evenly yeah honestly this part whenever i'm watching it obviously you start looking at things and i was like how did they do that yeah yeah i would have liked to see when they when he picked his mouth up off it though and just like popped his head up yeah <laughs> yeah same no it's um, a terrific and I, it, special effect yeah, and well, and and it's also it's one of those things too where it's like if if Timothy Dalton was like you know ten twenty years younger, you wouldn't be able to do this as well because like the thing that hides the 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 seams is actually his like kind of saggy old man skin, you know? Yeah, like like yep. it's an important part of the process. Like you need to have that coverage over it, so his his skin needs to be a little more like pliable than like a young person's skin would be. Um, yes. And it, it just it works like gangbusters. It's so good. So we need to keep older actors in the business. Yeah. For, for effects like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we need to be constantly stabbing them through the chin. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I'm it's, Dame Maggie Smith and I'm playing a bump some. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I love that when he lands and they're just he's just like a. Angel's just like, well, okay. I guess that's what you get. Oh, man. After he's obviously mortified, he's like, well, that's All's it. Well, that ends well. Man, when he starts talking and then it starts bleeding, <laughs> like, because like him talking is pushing blood out of the hole in his chin. Oh, man. That's rough. That's rough. Pack it in, so Frank, good. you silly bastard, is a very underrated line. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, it's oh agree. It's absolutely fantastic, and the fact that like that that moment is uh, is again, it's another, it's another like kind of um, 
uh, horror movie moment where you look at one thing, you look at a shot and it's one thing. And then when you pan back to it, it's a, another thing, you know, mm-hmm. like, so we see it the first time and, and, and Danny's just holding his dad. And then the next time his dad's got a gun pulled on him. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of that classic, Poor Danny. that classic movie trick of like the main character only sees what the camera sees. Yes. Uh huh. Like, even in real life, he probably would have noticed Jim Broadbent, like, lumbering up the hill, but... I also I also really like the bit where um, he says, you know, when, when Skinner says, I, I'm going to need some ice cream, uh, and, uh, and Angel's response is, well, there's plenty of ice cream at the station. I think that's why Skinner said, I'm going to need some ice cream. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Because that's a great... That's just, yeah, that setup was just right there. Oh man, yeah, it's so perfect. good! It's so good. Um, and then, uh, and then, yeah, the pack it in, Frankie, silly bastard. <laughs> I love when people call people silly bastards. Yeah. I had a friend that got very mad at me because I used the word "silly" too much. Hmm. I was like, "That's silly," oh. and she was like, "You say silly too much," and I was like, "Yes, but it's silly. It just is a fun word to say." Mm-hmm. And you get a very clear visual when something's silly or someone's acting silly. Yes. It's like a very innocent, crazy thing. So when he calls someone a silly bastard, <laughs> uh, like I'd call John a silly yeah. bastard if he was doing something, but using this, I was like, yeah, he's actually being a silly bastard. Yeah, I think yeah. it points to your perspective. Like a baby. This thing, whatever yeah. you're talking about is silly to you. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. think it, I think it points out like, uh, it, it, I think it, anyone who uses the word silly, I think, um, it really points, it, it becomes like a, it's like a non-threatening word, you know, like yes. calling someone silly or, or calling a situation silly is just sort of like, like, I'm not really, I'm not taking this very seriously, right. you know, yeah. like th- this is, this is silly. Like, like oh, I'm this woman mad. was trying to pay for her groceries and singles. It was so silly. Yeah, I'm not. not, uh, Yeah, where it's like you're not mad. You're just like this is silly. Like this is Mm -hmm. because if you say it's stupid, you shows that you're frustrated by the situation. So like the woman was paying in signals. That's stupid. Mm -hmm. But if they're like, oh, it was so silly, because then I just picture her like fumbling more and like having to count and losing count. Yeah, yeah, you ever like notice when certain people kind of like because I I think another another word that people can use is like oh it was so unfair or it was so like irritating. You know, kind of like those. You can get like a sense of how much they're bothered by this thing that happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I use, I use the term silly a lot to, um, deescalate situations or yes. to, uh, take the wind out of someone's sails a little bit where, you know, they're, they've got their hackles up and I'm just like, I'm just like, well, that's a really silly thing to be mad at, you know? And, yes. and, and, and then it just sort of like it, it deescalates the situation pretty quickly because yeah, cause you're not calling yeah. them like an idiot or like, ignorant or anything or telling yeah. them to relax right. yes yeah you're, like, you're just on. sort of like you're Let's sort of pointing out Passive. like maybe take yeah. a second look at what you're being mad at because it's yeah. a pretty it's pretty pretty silly like yeah. you know it is pretty silly. yeah i bet if you take a step back and look at what i'm looking at you would be you would be you would be okay too with this right silly such a good word but now that we're saying it so much it doesn't sound real anymore <laughs> i say i think my silly is interesting mm. okay i think i i think i use that word a lot Oh, so if interesting. something's interesting to you, yeah. you say oh, that's interesting. Like that's not really, you know what I mean? Like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Like, oh, that's silly. <laughs> oh, you 
use okay cool God, i was like I was I think interesting and silly have different definitions yeah. <laughs> you say interesting instead of silly mm-hmm. that's what i was trying to say gotcha cool all right i went in a different thing i was like i don't think silly and interesting mean the same thing <laughs> i think i i think i have a lot of those uh those phrases i bet our podcast listeners would know better that's uh, very true yeah. Uh, yeah of like things that we say a lot i know i say absolutely a lot uh mm-hmm. as a transition word um i say that a lot I know. That. I say cuckoo if things cuckoo. are silly too. I'm like that is cuckoo bananas. Cuckoo bananas. Cuckoo bananas is one of the most fun phrases in existence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's cuckoo bananas. And I say actually a lot. Mm. Actually, I even write it a lot. I'll take actually out of four emails I send out. <laughs> Instead of climate change, if we called it like global cuckoo bananas. It would... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have reached insurmountable stages of global cuckoo bananas. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like uh, that sounded like you were quoting a line from a South Park episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> the way that you, I think, specifically the tone of voice you were using for it sounded like one of their like yeah. newscaster characters. I was gonna say kind of announcery. Yeah, yeah, oh, South Park. Um, but yeah, I, I, Frank being willing to. Yeah, aim a gun at his son is um, I I just it's a black hat move. It it is, and it's and it's it's a move that I'm just sort of like, wow, Frank, like <laughs> take a look at yourself, man. Yeah, um, which is exactly what we might have fallen. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what we were talking about with the word silly. About like when you say things are silly, you're kind of saying like, take a look at yourself. Like you're being ridiculous. Like just yeah, you're you pointing know? a gun at Danny. Yeah, and and that's exactly what uh, he's using the term "silly" for here, and he's just like Frank, <laughs> Frank, you silly bastard! Like, look, take a look at yourself, you know. Um, and it's uh, it's it's a good, it's a really, it's a really strong moment, and it's really showing you how desperate Frank is, how bad of a guy he is, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 just like. You know, I don't know what his plan is going to be exactly. You know, like would the, <laughs> if if he were to have gotten away right here, would the sequel to this just be like Hot Fuzz's like Devil's Rejects? You know? Oh um, my god! But he's <laughs> all three of them. Yeah, <laughs> it's just Jim Broadbent going to motels in California. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And just like making like sh- showing up to hit shitty hotels and then making them better. <laughs> <laughs> by killing More. the bad people. <laughs> wow, uh, now I really want Jim Broadbent as like a, a a kindly grandfatherly serial killer. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is uh this is this is this is really good. I like this and I like <laughs> I like uh Danny's face. Um in the Me too. in the bit when in the bit when he's saying I'll tell you how this is going to end. If you just look at Nick Frost's face in this moment, he just looks like, I can't believe I let this happen. I know. <laughs> and also that, that gun isn't even pointed at his head. It's pointed at his jaw. Like if he <laughs> fired, he would have just shot off his jaw. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, it is terrible. Well, Cause you know, he didn't, he doesn't actually want to shoot his son. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if I believe that. I don't think he knows what really? he wants to do. I think I, yeah, he's I just reacting think, moment to moment. Yeah, yeah. He's like a cornered wild animal. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh it's pretty bad. When did I guess I guess uh I guess Frank got hurt in the when the when the car 
flipped over, I guess. That's when he got these injuries, I suppose. Oh, that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. um, he hasn't he hasn't really been in like in any kind of fight that would have given him uh, yeah. given him uh, injury. Yeah, there's, he just ran away from one earlier. There's no like secondary Frank Danny fight. No, no, there isn't. Danny just wandered over to the to the car and pulled <laughs> his dad out. Come on, dad. <laughs> you silly bastard. You silly bastard. You silly bastard. <laughs> Oh, Frank. <laughs> um anyway. All right. Well, I think that's uh I think that's all we got for this one. Uh but uh guys, you should uh you should check out our Patreon page at toolinggenre.com slash support. Um I've noticed a few uh a few new patrons. I don't know if they're coming from this show or other ones, but uh it's uh, it's it now was the time to become a Patreon supporter because you know during the hiatus we're gonna cover all of the Fast and the Furious films. Um, oh man! And uh, I've never seen them before, so that'll be fun. Really? Yeah. No, never. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> so this will be this will be Nick educating me. It'll be a very different different dynamic <laughs> mm-hmm. than it normally is. Wild um, style. Yeah. Wild speed. Uh, That's the wild speed. That's great. Wild speed as we as we prepare for wild speed super combo. In theaters in Japan this summer. Yes, <laughs> uh, we got to watch all the Wild Speed movies, uh, and I'm 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 excited to uh, dig into that world. And we're going to be doing that exclusively on our Patreon page. That's duelinggenre.com/support. All we ask for is three dollars a month. It's not a lot, really at all. So uh, join join us over there and and help us uh, keep the lights on over at Dueling Genre. And uh, we will be back on Monday. With more Crystal Beth. That's right. She's our only guest who's ever making it across the weekend barrier. <laughs> uh, We're having a slumber party. Yes. Uh, so uh, we'll be back with more Crystal Beth on Monday with Minute 111 for the greater good. The greater good. A greater good. 